0: This is a podcast from the Queen City Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. My name is Logan, and that, of course, means you are listening to another episode of the Crown Cast. and I'm talking really fast because I'm really excited because we got a post-react to the first win of the season, and we won a game.
1: (sighs) Breaking news. Uh, Logan was right when he closed our podcast on Wednesday.
0: Yeah, I'm always right. I have predicted... Well done. I have predicted every single win that Charlotte FC has yes. had in its history which which uh, puts
1: you slightly below 50%.
0: <laughs> that is not wrong and here to not be wrong with me is that man Justin.
1: Yep, it's me. It's uh it's fourth game of the season that's when we win.
0: And that other guy Josh.
1: It's a tradition like no other. It's it's getting through the second preseason the the preseason that josh believes exists yes then the we can start winning.
0: When- matters exactly. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh okay i think i think i'm gonna set a precedent here and that is is it a precedent you know what i shouldn't be a lawyer i am going to go ahead and put this out here and that is if you were watching that game and you were a fan of charlotte fc The large majority of that game was probably not enjoyable. It was probably you, if you were like me, on the edge of your seat, twitching. It was probably you just downing a pint of ice cream in hopes that things did not go south. There was a lot of nerves. Um, I don't think I'm alone in that, guys. Uh, Josh, were you similar to me? Um...
2: I don't think I was actually like near the end, I was pretty nervous, but I take a view of any performance on a road on the road is a good performance. And so when we were up, um, as long as we didn't blow it, I was nervous, but I still felt OK about everything that was happening.
0: You you have you have no emotions or awkward emotions. Mr. Games aren't real. I, I don't know how you work. Justin. Tell nope. him that tell him that this was nervy.
1: Nope. If you had handed me a piece of charcoal and uh, I had put it someplace, I would have had a diamond by the end of that match. I was that <laughs> tense.
0: <laughs> it, was. Uh,
1: it was clenching uh, everything to get through the end of that one. Uh, we do end up winning 2-1. The the It's tough to put the one back on marks. That's the other. Thing. Like, we're going to have so much to talk about on Wednesday because, man, oh, was yeah. this lineup different.
0: Yeah, that was nuts. Okay, Uh, I do have to say it was not the greatest performance Charlotte FC has ever put together. It was a
1: beautiful first half performance.
0: It was a beautiful first half performance, but sometimes you can play the not best performance in the world and you can still come away with a win. And you do that by scoring goals. And we did that today. So we're happy.
1: But considering. Oh, go ahead and we did it not in the vault we did it in orlando we did it on the road and that matters so much
0: it does although i do have a bit of a theory that that might have helped us after the last game but we'll get to that stuff on wednesday what that means is say we are definitely going to do crowns but we are going to do one card a piece as well because i think it did get a little bit ropey a little bit ropey is being kind about it there at the end uh so We'll go through them, Justin, as ever. Would you prefer to start on the high notes or start on the cards?
1: Let's get the cards out of the way today. Because we feel so good, we get to end on the high note and we get to revel in the good stuff.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I'm going to go to Josh. The, uh, the Justin has spoken that we shall giveth him cards. Would you be so kind?
2: Sure. And I'm going to cheat a little bit. Um, my card is not for any one particular player. It is for our transition defense. Um, we, as as good as it feels to win this game,
0: whoa, 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 whoa. I have just convened with myself, and I am not. <laughs> I, I am not going to allow this. And the reason I am not going to allow it is because I think you've hit on a point that we need to expand on on Wednesday. And I think it needs more. Pick a person. Yeah, I think it needs more than what we're going to do in a post (laughs) react. So pick a person.
2: (laughs) Um, uh, fine. Then the person that I will pick is. uh, This seems harsh, and I just want to put that out there. Brent Bronico, um, and it is and it is for his yellow card, um, specifically. Okay. I. I love the fieriness that Brambronico brings to this team. Um, but considering the fact that the ref was only able to give out cards to Charlotte FC and was not um, <laughs> legally obliged or able to do it to uh, Orlando, um, I just felt that it was unnecessary. We already had so many people on a yellow and we ended up with so many more that I just wanted him to keep his cool a little bit there. Um, Because I think there were certain moments in that second half where if he weren't on a yellow, he would have been a little bit more aggressive um,
0: in going for tackles, but he wasn't able to because he was on that yellow. Yeah, a little bit a little bit more offensively oriented, but he had to be a little bit too safe. I will say when it comes to the referees, I think what has happened is they have signed a blood pact and we are supposedly getting our blood pact demon in Charlotte. He's supposed to be coming in like next month. So oh, good to know. Yeah. So I'll be honest. I'm not in the back room workings of that. I've just heard that through the grapevine that we're getting our blood pack demon with the referees. Um, I have no idea what that cost, but
1: we uh, uh, we're, we're owed it at some point. Damn.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, I am going to go ahead and I will kick off a card to you, Justin.
1: Um, we conceded a goal. And in my opinion, there is one person who is primarily responsible for the goal that we conceded. And if you are a longtime listener of this show, you know that is enough to earn a card from me. And so my card this week is to Bill Tuiloma, to because he misses the easy clearance in this defensive sequence that leads to our goal. Uh, Marks, I think, does a really good job. There's nothing to do about the, the rebound. Uh, Tui Lama has an easy clearance that he just whiffs on, and then he gets beat back to the ball. Yeah. And for that, I got I to card him.
0: So uh, I definitely want to throw this in here. I am getting worried. So I am one of the first people who will say, don't freak out when a defender has a bad game. It's not a big deal. It happens to every defender, especially when they're settling in. You got to be willing to overlook a couple of really big glaring errors. To find the the player later in, I am starting to get worried that a couple of glaring errors are turning into this guy has a mistake in him in Bill Tui Loma. Um It has uh, this will invoke literal uh, this will invoke pain in a lot of people, but there's shades of a, of a Mustafi in there and a, a player who who actually does. Rude. <laughs> to to Bill to Loma uh, Scroden Mustafi <laughs> is a player from the Premier League I'm, many I, years I
1: know I know who Mustafi is But uh, he's um, an Arsenal guy so I'm going to say who
0: <laughs> So a, a player who In, in reality 60-70% to 70% of what they do is actually quite good But the other 30% is usually really Really bad And very often cost the team a goal We've seen a couple of these now from Bill Tuiloma. I'm not at the point where I'm going to go, hey, this is who this guy is. He just makes mistakes left and right. He's going to give chances to the opposition. But I haven't seen anything from him that makes me go, wow, he's a really good defender. And I have seen a few things from him that make me go, ooh, that was pretty bad. So uh, one to keep an eye on. One that I-, I will definitely be keeping an eye on. Thoughts on Tuiloma, Josh?
2: Um, I think we can discuss him more on Wednesday. I am not nearly as down on him as I think you and, and maybe others in the fan base are. Um, but that's just because I'm more of a process over results kind of person. And I think the process with Bill is has been correct in both of the goals that he's been directly responsible for. I agree that if this becomes a trend, it's an issue. Um, but I'm just nowhere near feeling that that has happened.
0: Yeah, and maybe maybe it is right that we turn this into a Wednesday thing because I personally be- believe the process has been good, but the process of walking up to and opening a door can be great, and if you then bang your head on the door frame trying to go through it, you did not get through the door effectively. Uh, I'm gonna move on to my card, and this is gonna sound like a broken record, but I am just may- maybe I am losing the sparkle. Of of what is happening, well for Derek Jones, but I am I'm really trying to separate out whether I have now just seen enough mistakes from him that I am seeing the mistakes and getting blinded to the good stuff. But I did not see a good performance from Derek Jones again today. Um, I didn't feel like he was overwhelmingly strong in the box. Uh, he's the largest person in the box by a huge margin, so I feel like he should be bullying that area with ease, I saw one moment where he was kind of getting praise from the, from the announcer saying, Oh, he's so calm and collected. And really I think he was just lost and he had the ball at his feet in the middle of the box. And there were three or four different ways that I would have expected a player to get the ball out of the box and remove it from danger. And instead he just sort of danced around it for a minute before carrying it off to the left field. Into into a hallway, which he did quite a number of times, where there was no out ball from where he carried it. I did not think this was a great game from Derek Jones. I am struggling to see whether he has the control necessary to play this game, and it didn't look like it to me. Justin, am I seeing this correctly?
1: I mean, from where I sit, yeah. You know, I think that I don't know if he's being asked to play a different. Way or what? But he seems unwilling now to get stuck into a tackle. He seems unwilling now to to be a guy who steps forward and makes the challenges. Uh, he's slow. I don't think this is a, a revelation to Charlotte FC fans, but he's slow. Uh, you know, making the making the turn and finding the pass. Um, and I don't think he's. In general, and and I think that tonight, maybe there were a few exceptions to this statement, but I think in general, he's not a guy who's doing a lot progressive for our side.
0: Yeah, Uh, I felt like there were a number of times where it just felt like there was a huge disconnect from our defense to our attacking center mids. And there's a guy there that's supposed to be that connect, right? And I just didn't know where he was, Josh. Josh
2: um i think again i'm gonna disagree a little bit i i don't know that i thought Derek jones was overwhelmingly positive this game but i thought it was more akin to what we saw at the end of last year from him which was a guy who was sitting decently deep and cutting off things um he still frustrates me with the slowness of his passing both in getting it out of his feet and getting it to his teammate um but I was actually kind of encouraged by this performance. Um, maybe I just missed some things with him. I, I'm not sure. I feel like I. it's one of those things where with Derek Jones, I feel like he's really one of those players where you have to go and rewatch a game and sort of really pay attention to where he is and what he's doing.
0: Yeah, I would agree. It's probably worth a rewatch. I just know that there were three or four times in this one, and it could have just been the moments. You know, uh, I want to be clear. We won the game today. We played a completely switched up side nothing was as i imagine has been practiced through though nothing has been what we would have practiced i mean it's been chaos after chaos after chaos but uh maybe i am just having the moment stick with me let's go into the crowns and i will go justin for the first crown
1: um i don't understand how going forward you could say nathan Byrne should start it right back because Jalen Lindsay was creative. It, it, you know, I think he's asked to push forward a little bit more. And, and so I think that you saw some of the same spaces in behind that you saw, you see when Nathan Byrne is playing there, but he offers so much more linking play going forward. He's faster closing the spaces back down when they're opening up. And I was really impressed with Jalen Lindsey at the right back spot today. And if it's up to me going forward, He's starting there much more frequently as this season keeps going.
0: So I'm going to assume he is officially your crown.
1: Oh, absolutely. Jalen Lindsay gets a crown for me. And and it feels like every time I get a chance to see Jalen Lindsay in in substantial minutes, he earns a crown. Yeah. And so I don't understand why he doesn't get more substantial minutes.
0: Yeah, we've talked about this before in the last year where Jalen Lindsay caught us all by storm. I mean, he was one of our favorite players of the of the season as his time was coming on. And yeah, he was a kid and yeah, he made occasional mistakes and yes, his left foot is not as good as Carol Swiderski's, but he's good. He's good and he's fast. And that guy has a pass on him. And I'm not just talking about like he can zip a ball. He can place a ball. There were two or three times today that I saw Jalen Lindsay I mean, one of them is for a goal. I believe I think the one over the top h- helped me. Josh is Jalen Lindsay's pass. Correct? Yes. Yes. It yeah. Is. So there were two or three times beyond the, the amazing ball for the goal that he hit a ball from that right wing up to a run-on player, and it was perfect. It was clearly for that player. It, it almost stopped. It was so good, it was telling the offensive player what to do with it. Right. It wasn't just hit to them so they could figure it out. He was hitting it ahead of the runner, saying, I, run here. This is where the space is. It was really, really good from him today. And I'm really glad you shouted him out. otherwise, I would have Josh thoughts on on Mr. Lindsey? yeah. I,
2: I I agree. i am I will say I'm not fully out on on Nathan Byrne. I do think that tactics were are involved in both Byrne looking bad and Jalen looking good. with that said, I don't want to take anything away from this performance he was just out there passing out of his mind um the ball over the top there was a couple other ones and in general i think the only reason he is pulled from this game is because he's on a yellow which is a smart decision from christian latanzio and it's also a yellow that i disagreed that he should have got uh that's neither here nor there the point is This was as good of a game as we've had from a right back in this whole season, obviously. But even, I think, going back to last year when Nathan Byrne did put in some good shifts. This was really good from Jalen Lindsay. And I think that there is, in a fair world, I don't know how he's not starting next weekend.
0: Yeah, I I mean, I think at at this point in time with how Christian Latanzio has lined up this team, for all I know, like... Shaquille O'Neal is going to be starting for us next weekend but (laughs) I do have to imagine that Jalen Lindsay has earned if not the starting spot a chance to come in more regularly and show what he's got because it looks like he's got a lot um I am going to see I'm going to take the next crown and there are three that I think deserve it and so Josh, I'm going to be requesting that you take at least one of the other two. And by that, I mean, I hope that you can see inside my brain. I am going to take Kerwin Vargas. And I'm going to take Kerwin Vargas because he's better on the left. Um, No, uh, the truth is Kerwin Vargas is direct. Kerwin Vargas is a big space player. He wants to run. He wants to attack you. He wants to to work to be a part of the team, and he'll help the team when the team needs help. But the moment he sees an opportunity to create threat or help create threat, he's gone. And I just love seeing it. And, you know, there's a lot of... uh, I think there's going to be a lot of whataboutism isn't probably the right term. A lot of people saying, oh man, well we, we all knew that Kamal Yuzriak was wasn't any good. And as soon as you get Kerwin Vargas in there, suddenly we're getting attacks going. And, and there's an amount of that that's true. They do very different things. But Kerwin Vargas has a threat on the goal without abandoning his team that I just cannot help but be drawn to my eye loves that football. And I think he earns his goal today. It's deflected, but the truth is from that position, like 60% of the shots that go in are deflected. He, he absolutely earns his goal. Uh, Josh thoughts on Kerwin.
2: My biggest takeaway from Kerwin is he is better on the left as much as Justin likes to joke about it. (laughs) They all are. Um, and yeah he just he he has added a spark every time that he is he has come onto the pitch this year I think that the jump in his quality of performances is real at this point I don't think that this is a a good run of form I think that he is doing what you hope a young player does which is learn over an offseason and translate that learning onto the pitch Um, there is absolutely no question that he should be starting. I'm not here to argue whether Yuzweak deserves a start or Gaines or whoever. It doesn't matter at this point. The point is Kerwin Vargas needs to start, and then it's up to the other guys to fight for that other wing position. Um, But he he needs to be on the pitch, and he needs to be on the pitch from the opening whistle um, for the foreseeable future, in my opinion.
0: Um, Justin, really quick. How do you rate the round off into backflip?
1: I mean, uh, it's great form, sticks the landing. Uh, yep. American judge is going to give him a 9.2 out of 10. Yep. I gotta tell you the the my favorite thing about Kerwin out there, he, he, just before he scored or er, a little bit earlier in that half, he wings a faster version of Jordi Reyna's ball from that top of the 18-yard box going for the far post. And it's great that he has both of these in his toolkit. It's great that he has the ability to, to do the curling shot towards the far post and the ability to snap the near post shot off because that keeps him guessing. And that is so important for those wingers to have.
0: Yeah, we talked about it as sort of the, the opposite of the problem we had with uh, Karol Swiderski, who I'm sure we'll talk about on Wednesday, um, out there on the right. He, he has all the tools. He can run to the byline. He can dribble his player. He can cut in and take a shot to snap the shot to the near post. Like you said, he can go for that beautiful curler to the far side. Uh, He has tools and it just shows a difference. Uh, Who has not gotten their crown yet? Josh.
2: Yeah, so I have no idea if this is going to be one of the players that you had in mind, (laughs) Logan, but it doesn't matter because uh, from the very beginning, almost the beginning of this game, my crown was going to go to Enzo Capetti.
0: Yes, that was one of the two. Um, <laughs>
2: this, was, this was the performance I think we were hoping to get when we first signed him. Um, I know that there has been a lot of consternation amongst the fan base about his, um, I guess we'll call them antics on the field. I have taken the view that this is a adaptation to American and MLS culture compared with where he has been playing. Regardless, I thought he was amazing today. I thought his hold-up play was excellent. I thought he was making fantastic runs. Obviously, he gets the goal. Um, almost bullies gains off of that ball, which probably is a good thing because I do trust his finishing over Mackenzie's. Over yeah, yeah. Um, but there was just there were moments in this game where he also showed technical skill on the ball. I mean, there was mo- one moment late in the half, in the second half, where him and Nuno Santos. Um, Combined on the touchline, basically to get out of trouble, he was not having his antics. I guess you would call them this game. There, there was a few moments where I think he was, um, but it was clearly something that was is getting worked out of his system, if we can say it that way. I just thought he was absolutely fantastic, and I know he is going to continue to be compared with Daniel Rios, who everyone loves for the Philly game. Um, mm-hmm. And I think what Enzo showed is he can do what Daniel Rios did. He can also kind of do what Swiderski did when he was in that position, but he can do so much more when he is not um, doing things to the detriment of his own game. Uh, I thought this was a great game from him. He ran his tail off. Uh, I'm very excited that I'm hoping that this is a, 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 this is a sign of what is to come for him in the coming weeks.
0: Yeah, so am I. He's a big space, big space player. We put him in big space. He terrorized a defense. I mean, that's pretty much what happened. I think it's even him who beats the guy up the left and gets that early cutback chance for uh, Mackenzie Gaines. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah, and, and like that was beautiful movement. And honestly, the ball back was good. It could have been a little better. I think if it's like a foot back, it's a lot easier for Mackenzie to slot home. But uh, his movement and his touch is so good. And uh, I I hope he keeps firing thoughts on him, Justin. Uh,
1: Yeah. I mean, I think we set up to, to support what he is good at. And I think he got a chance to shine, you know, this, this was not a team that was always looking for the slow buildup. This is a team that played a little bit to his strengths more tonight than we have so far this season and tried to get in the early ball. You know, the goal that he scores is on the break. Uh, We play better, when there is the kind of space that transition football uh, gives you. And Enzo Capetti is very good in that. Yeah. Um, so it was great to see him play that way. You know, it was great to see him have a, a really great game. Uh, there is a lot, I think, to discuss on Wednesday about who this does not speak well for, though.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, you could have very <laughs> realistically gone with somebody who did not play for a card today. Um <clears throat> I think we'll start to turn it around here. Uh, there's a lot of stuff to get to. There's a, there's a lot of people who played really well, and we did not mention. There is yep. one guy uh, who may have five letters in his last name that starts with M, and the second letter is an A, and the third letter is, letter is an R, and the fourth letter is a K, and the last letter is an S. So, yeah, those of you out there doing calculus might be able to figure that one out.
2: Who, who are you talking about?
0: I can't. I'm I can't, confused. Blah, blah, blah. You know, this is why you guys are my co-hosts. I love you.
1: But and a guy then, that a, a guy <laughs> that we have previously said was particularly awful had a pretty damn good match. Had a tonight. really
0: good match. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk about all that stuff on Wednesday and more. Please come back for that one. Uh, your uh, final thoughts to take us home, Josh. This time, I would have.
2: Bit your arm off for a draw. I am ecstatic that we got a win. In the wise words of Sir Dominic Toretto, it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile.
0: A win's a win. A win is a win. Justin, final thoughts?
1: Fourth match of the season. That's when we can win, apparently. I didn't expect it, but it's the fourth match. I should have had better. Uh, I should have had more faith.
0: Uh, for me, it was not a complete performance, but it was a performance, and I am happy to see it Come. Thank you so much. If you have spent your time with us, we love you. And uh, we will talk to you again when we break this all down on Wednesday. Goodbye. Queen
1: City Podcast Network.com